1979. Walter Hill's The Warriors. podcast that. where three dear friends get together talk about a movie ish. dear friends ish dear associates they know yeah. they know each other they know each other by face from the google hangouts that they see each other <laughs> and we talk about a movie always been movies on this show show is ending at episode 300 thanks for mm. being with us until the end so if you're listening for the first time and the format's a little wonky, we don't care. No offense. But thank you for listening. But also thank you for listening. Sure. Um, three living hosts. One, we used to have a fourth host, but he's dead. Uh, rest in peace, Mark. Jesus Christ, Mark Farrington. <laughs> uh, one of the hosts who... Really well known for putting together our uh, first and presumably only T-shirts. That campaign was wildly successful. Um, he's been called the podcast bad boy. Not lately. You know, he's been clean. Although last episode we got a lot of letters about the... Uh, oh, about man. the record-breaking amount of times Dale said the word penis. <laughs> also, just the way he said it, people thought was adorable. Yeah. Um, yeah. The silver fox. Hair looks, I mean, riveting. Yeah, thanks. It's well, my best feature. Welcome back to the show. Thanks. It's uh, great to be back as usual. Um, you know, here we are, episode 295. Um, I mean, I don't even know if I, ha- even if I had it in me to do another t-shirt uh, round at this point, it's probably pointless, right? Like, paper keg t-shirts won't be back in until like 30 years from now. Like when you can buy like a Led Zeppelin t-shirt now or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's the point? The show is ending you know? Yeah. I mean, I guess in theory we could do it again. Do it one last right? time? Like just this, but Maybe like the same design? Slack. Maybe we keep in the slack. Like if you want a shirt, square cash, somebody, the money, and then we'll order a round of shirts. Maybe we don't even like give a color choice this time. Right. Like Trunk Club would do. They would just uh, send you a shirt. Yeah. Like, I think there's some sites that let you just like put in your design and then people can order it and they just make it like one at a time. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what the fabric is like. You know, I don't know what kind of quality shirt we're getting. We could probably just, uh, in theory, this is hypothetical, obviously. Yeah. Uh, we could probably just resurrect the Custom Ink account. Custom Ink? They got all our order information still there. Yeah, they probably got the, the design fabric. ready. Ready to print. Just redo it. You know, Custom maybe ink. we just collect I mean, I funds do. 
and then we say up front like you're probably gonna have to pay us ahead of time uh for the shirt but once we end collection maybe at like the end of, two, of a two-week period we put in the order for the shirts mm. what color mm-hmm. would we do it's mm. a good question i, I mean, mean i love uh, the grays but red what about red red what about what about yeah we did gray we did navy mm-hmm. what about red what about green what about all the holiday colors? What about black? <laughs> How black. do you feel about black? That might be good. I mean, I like black. 90% of my wardrobe is black. Orange? Might be a little too bright. We'll think about it. Too let's bright? think about it. Let's, let's think, think about, about it. it. But, and by think about it, we'll say once we hang up tonight, we won't bring it up again. And <laughs> next week, when we're recording, we'll be like, remember when we talked about t-shirts? That's probably what will happen. Oh, listen, yeah, if you're funny. listening yeah, to yeah. this and you're part of the Slack Usenet, and if you're not, hit and you want to be a part of it, hit up Matt HH on Twitter. He's the board admin or what have you. Say something in the Slack. If there's enough people that say yes, then maybe we'll do it. Maybe we'll do it. I mean, would you, know, you guys? Would definitely. you guys? Would you kindly wear paper keg shirts when the show is over and yet you've forgotten about it? I wear those. I wear that shirt. I think I have two or three of them. I wear them twice a week, at least. You look. I mean, granted, you look great in those shirts. Oh, thank you, Slim. I, Slim did ask for the extra tight cut-in <laughs> version. Yeah, for medium Listen, bellies. There was a very particular it was ordering like process. Probably all of our audience has V cuts because yeah. they exercise so much. Call it would be ludicrous, to, you know, ludicrous to get an extra, you know, regular sized person cut. Trying to stay. Humble. We should probably make the fabric extra clingy, so because people aren't embarrassed. Jensen, are you trying to say you don't like clingy. the fabric of our paper keg t shirt? Well, now that I've lost hundred pounds, I love the fabric. But when I was like mega fat, it sucked. Hmm. Uh, that reminds me, we do have a final host uh, who just took a hot steamer mm. on our only existing paper keg shirts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Some so people really... love those shirts. Uh, the other host being one of them, Gen Z. <laughs> <laughs> Two out of the three hosts agree. These shirts are great. Uh, final host, Jonesy loves beer. Welcome back. You know, it's, it's kind of sad that it'll be one of the last times that Dale will gang up on me with you. It's bittersweet. <laughs> get him, Slim. Get him. Speaking of get which, oh, let me let me let me hold him down while you get him. I'm lo- I might be logging in a custom anchor right now. Uh, uh, thank you spe- for having me. One final. I was going to say, speaking of of that vitriol, mm-hmm. last week Jonesy was about to make a staggering review of uh, the Defenders on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you watched all the episodes. Instead, uh, Dale took a steaming hot dump on my forehead, so I couldn't. <laughs> I think we said steaming hot like 10 times the last two episodes. So that <laughs> we might have set the record. All right. Yeah. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> said it. You I knew you were going to get that response. A steaming hot dump on your 11 hours of sleep you get a night. Oh, my word. Know. Instead, you take Man a steaming hot dump on my insomnia. I just don't understand. Listen, just tell us how it was, Jonesy, okay? I don't know. Uh, okay. Was it there good? Go. Uh, it was okay. 
They, Which is it, okay. Um, I will say this. Um, while not perfect, it explained in the in the the ultimate episode. It explained why Iron Fist was so essy. Like it was oh. like, oh, this is why that series was so bad. So it could lead to this moment. Really? Which wow. Didn't need to be done. I did think it was great that the the villains, and I won't spoil who they are. There's like a scene in the like the maybe the it's eight episodes. Maybe it's episode six. And uh, Daredevil finally kind of, not finally, because I don't want to spoil it, but they're running down who they have to beat, the four defenders, and they're like, well, we're going to make Iron Fist our little bitch, and, uh, you know, Jessica Jones is a drunk, and nobody really likes Luke Cage, and then one of the characters like, but what about uh, the devil of Hell, uh, Hell's Kitchen? And the other guy's like, yeah, we're going to need a lot more men. Hmm. So it was cool that Daredevil was still the uh, the Netflix darling, oh, that's even cool. in the Defenders. Because you got to figure three out of the four have legit punchy superpowers, hmm. and they're not really that scared of them. But the weirdo from Hell's Kitchen with a devil mask, they're like, we don't know about that one. <laughs> so that was a cool way to take it. Hmm. But... Eight episodes is the right length for a Marvel Netflix show. The twelve episode stopgap is uh-huh. where the shows fall apart. Eight episodes, perfectly paced. That good. should be there. Should be only eight episodes for all the seasons moving forward, mm-hmm. because by the time you hit episode eight and you're feeling the burnout, the story's over. Interesting. So if they had done that with the show so far, I think the quality and pacing would have been a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after the uh, news that Tennant was coming back for Jessica Jones, I I flash back to that twelve or thirteen episode season and how it never ended. I was like, this was this is what just, we're going to get more of this. Listen, my favorite part of Jessica Jones w- were your Kilgrave impressions. <laughs> that was my favorite part about that whole show, where you sang <laughs> Jessica. Come over here. Jessica. <laughs> Listen, can I just say one thing? Sure. Our paper keg design looks great in red. Oh my gosh. Looks mm-hmm. dynamite red. in red. There you have it. You kidding me? <laughs> Are we talking like Heather Red or Red? Uh they or have no uh, red. They have red and they also have um cherry red. Which I actually am preferring over regular red. Um, so I'm just throwing it out there. Look, no BS aside. How about as a as it variant T-shirt, we get that Jeep Keg logo <laughs> on a T-shirt. <laughs> that Listen, Dino Neal typed up. That logo is up. legendary, and I honestly. There's a dearth of jerp, <laughs> dearth of jerp. There's a dearth of Jeep podcasts out there. There's an opportunity there. My God, that logo There's was an opportunity. Remarkable, Dino Neal. You are amazing. Um, there's a derp of dearth of t-shirt ideas. There's a, der- there's that a derp the, of dearth. That's the one. 
Gosh, I'm looking at this this design website. I kind of want to order some more grays. Listen, let's just we'll, I'm we just throwing out there. I mean, we could use some grays too. I have a hole in the armpit of one of my shirts, and I just haven't <laughs> sewed it yet. So maybe I just buy a new one. Oh golly, look at this! Look at you. Let's just we could stop recording now and stop <laughs> even though. We could hang up. <laughs> Listen, we did, We need to get a pre-run of cash. We need an influx of cash. Yeah, we do. We Let's need order to order these money. It's it could happen. Entrepreneurs call that a cash injection. We need a hot steaming cash <laughs> injection. You know, if we order these in the next two weeks, we get buy-in. We get that cash injection in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. Get a rush order. Baltimore Comic Con's at the end of September. Oh my God! You kidding me? Just throw it. Let's let's leave. Let's let it simmer. Hashtag. Can you imagine, Anderson? You pick me up to leave for Baltimore in your Jeep. In the back of the Jeep is a box of paper keg T-shirts. God, man alive! Cardboard box flapping around, flapping it up. Mama told me not to come. Blasting on the Jeep radio. Maybe we get one of those like poles that attaches to the uh, roll bar of the Jeep and we attach a shirt as like a makeshift flag and it's flapping back oh, there yeah. too. Yeah, taut. We got to move on. Immigrant We've laid song the groundwork. starts playing. We've laid the groundwork. We need to get some buy-in from some folks. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. I don't know. We don't know. What the would Warriors. The, what would be the minimum order minimum. requirement? 20 shirts? Uh, is it 20? Boy, I think the minimum is like seven or six. And f- and if anyone is, is is at the keyboard right now or already saying, no, you got to try this website. I'm going to stop it right there. I have the order already done on this website. So I've already done the most minimal amount of work to get this to this level. I'm not about to try a new website. <laughs> Sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> it's just not happening. And, we got uh, four episodes left after this, people. <laughs> I'm not about to try something brand new. I have the order form up right now. Right. We just need cash. We need an <laughs> influx of money. We need an influx of cash and your shirt size. And it could happen before Baltimore Comic Con. Yeah? Yeah. The Warriors, 1979, Walter Hill. <laughs> Jonesy, can you uh, bring Jonesy, us in? Tell us about this. I don't. I, I don't know that there is a way to encapsulate um, the majesty of this movie. Everybody knows uh, they think Jonesy loves beer. Second thought, loves the Warriors. You know. <laughs> um, third thought, how does he have enough time to watch the Defenders? He must be a huge piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> so this movie. Uh, the Defenders. I mean, sorry, the Warriors. Uh, so <laughs> Cyrus the Virus has summoned all of the gangs of the five boroughs to the Bronx. And uh, in, de- in attendance are nine delegates from every single themed gang that runs the streets of New York City. During the gathering... Uh, what looks like Sean Penn, if he wanted to watch the world burn, 
um, assassinate Cyrus. <laughs> and then it says, oh, it was one of the warriors who God, did it. just like him. And uh, I might have been working all night on trying to get his voice just right for this show. <laughs> so what proceeds then is the warrior delegates you know try what, you to You know what else flee. he was in? You know what else? Other movie he was What's in? What's that? Twin Peaks. Commando. Really? Was he in Commando? When he, when he called Ray Dong Chong an effing 8 W-H-O-R-E. You really just took me out of this. It's Justin. Slim live. Back with track. Sending us pictures of the red paper cake shirt. And it is a doll. I'm... I'm going to need to hand the baton of the description over to you, Dale, because you just took me way out of my. Because you want to watch Commando, derail me super hard. Uh, I have to close my eyes so it's not to see your face. Uh, so the warriors uh, flee to Coney Island, and in one of the best stories told in one night, Dale Quotey Fingers, um, they are chased by both the police and rival gangs and whores uh, through the streets of Manhattan on their way to salvation at Coney Island. Uh, rounding out the cast of the Warriors is a young James Remar who, uh, spoilers, has not aged a single day <laughs> since filming The Warriors. That's true. And he is an absolute vision in this movie. He looks and, exactly uh, the same that it's literally a frightening scene to see isn't him on it screen crazy? in crazy? It, it just looks like in this movie he just touched himself up with some makeup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like clay face. It's, that's it. Yeah. It, he's he's just like maybe aged six or seven years in the time we've all aged 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For him to uh, The Warriors. Raiden. It's uh, Lynn, Lynn Thigpen of uh, We're in the World is Carmen Sandiego fame uh, playing yeah. one of the coolest, uh, I guess you would call uh, the Cars character, playing a radio DJ who's playing the soundtrack of basically revenge against the Warriors. Hey, boppers, make sure to eviscerate these nine teenagers as they try to flee <laughs> back to Coney Island. And then, sorry, boppers, we got it wrong. Sorry we tried to kill you dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, this movie has got it all. Dance fights, regular <laughs> fights, a young Remar trying desperately to manhandle an undercover cop for no other reason other than to get some exercise. Was she an undercover cop or just a woman with a whistle that had handcuffs? A ready? whistle and a pair of issued handcuffs that identified herself as I a cop? Did she say she was a cop? I just thought she said I, you're I under arrest. I want she, to believe she technically that she said was a you're officer. you're not going to be bothering people for a long time, pal, or something like that. Yeah, I thought she was just like a woman ready for something bad to go wrong. She was a woman who was inviting something to go wrong just so she could catch him in the act. Right. I thought the way she so was saying So you're saying she's not a police officer. Oh, I, God, I, I just looked know. at the paper cake shirt. Like, guys, I just looked at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I may or may not be sending mock-ups. She, I, the way she was talking, she was like referencing, 
show me how you, what was he saying? Like, show me how you show chicks or show me what you do to chicks. I thought she was going to like reveal herself to be a man. This is the first time I've seen (laughs) her. Or paint me like one of your French girls. And like, I thought the way she was saying chicks, like why she keep saying chicks? Like, is she going to shock him right now? Did you just casually drop this? Is your first time ever seeing the Warriors? This is my first time seeing the Warriors. Very first so, time. Slim, tell us what did you think of the of the movie? Uh, the it took me a little while to get through the initial scene with Cyrus. I thought Cyrus was super annoying. Oh my gosh! Um, Can you dig it? I, mean, I don't know if I was annoyed by him or I was annoyed that like. He was saying these kind of like prophetic sentences, but no one was reacting most of the time. I felt bad for him almost because there was like silence. And then he started saying, can you dig it? And people started like hooting and hollering like he, everyone there just won the lottery. How about the main gangbanger that, or the main bopper that killed him holds a revolver like he's a Tyrannosaurus Rex and his wrist can only point down like at the ground so he's got to hoist it up with his good hand <laughs> let's share Slim's it. thoughts like it's the, some kind of manicured words. fire hose uh, what are you saying over there Dale the so warriors did it let's hear Slim's thoughts on the movie before <laughs> Johnson needs to get his his input in before it's too late before he, before he loses his diet Dr. Pepper energy <laughs> it's only a matter of minutes folks uh but this when i was working at west coast video i used to love older movies that went at like their own pace but like a snail's pace and had like little to no plot or explanation and it was just like an old 70s 80s movie and that's what this movie was i mean the plot is like this gang just needs to get back home over one night and that's it like, and they get into mischief in between. There's not a ton of dialogue. Like, their new leader, Swan, who I thought was a vision. I thought Swan was a vision. Mm, yeah, he is a specimen. He's a physical specimen. A miserable you name specimen. It. Um, so, at the, at the onset, I was like, man, this movie is not going to age well. Kind of like how I felt about Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> but it's a 90-minute movie, which I had said last episode I wish Dawn of the Dead was. So it kind of cut out the crap. Like there was not no existing crap. Although some of the scenes, you know, the fight scenes and the chase scenes were kind of scatterbrained. And one of the reviews that I'd read on the wiki, I, for, I think Roger Ebert said it was almost like a male, it's like a male violence ballet, like the way it huh. was shot. Um, which it really was because I watched the last half of it with Amanda and the woman that was like that they br- met when they met the gang, the orphans, how she was following Swan around. Like this was a man's movie. Like the way he treated her was, he treated her like hot garbage. Yeah. The entire movie. And she kept coming back for no reason. Like, I don't know if she saw him as her exit from that town or that street, that turf, but why on earth would she keep coming back to Swan? I just couldn't get it. Okay, so I want to drop right, a truth bomb on good you night. guys right let's now. Let's hang on. I'm done. <laughs> I think, actually, before you drop your truth bomb, I think you may have even said, like, 
uh, she made fun of the woman and, and like ad libbed a line for her, like, I love it when you treat me like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> she did love it too, man. And he treated her like gar- hot steaming garbage. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I gotta loop that out. Dale's, <laughs> Dale's face when he said it was such a s eating grin. He was so pleased with himself. Yeah, I was like, garbage, garbage. Oh boy, this um, movie. I I love this movie. Mm. I love the mythology that New York has 10,000 gangs all with <laughs> 30 members each and they all dress the part all with a motif all with the motif to the I mean they stick to it. Um the soundtrack to this movie is 50% of the movie for me. I love the uh I guess the main score when they're trying to like beat street and get to the train and like this, I mean, it gets a, as the older I get and the more sensitive I get, it is a man's movie. I mean, James Remar says uh, the F A G G O T word <laughs> at least it. 10 times oh in the movie. God. It's, it's of the era. It's hilarious. But it's like also, it's getting to be a little stinging. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's it's cr- uh, it made me cringe. It, but it, I can see in 1979 where right that was like you know normal. Um, but yeah, that fit his character too, though. Oh yeah, like he was all about uh, raping women. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, getting strange wool by rape. <laughs> And also, uh, sorry to interrupt. Swan even referenced that too when he met the woman that wants to be treated like garbage. Didn't doesn't he say like jokingly like maybe we should run a train on you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> like he was, Swan, but like he's such a one dimensional character. The only like character, the only thing he opens up about is being a a d head to that girl, <laughs> and like joking about pulling a train on her. Like, otherwise, he's about the Warriors, he's about upholding code and wearing the colors and being a, a miserable curmudgeon of a leader to keep everybody safe. Right. But... How about the code of not raping women? Is that a code in these That's guys? not a code <laughs> in 1970. Not in Coney. Not in Coney New York. Island. Not in 1979. Uh, That's why you get in gangs, obviously. I guess so. But the... The gathering, I mean, the intro, it's like a six-minute intro where all the gangs are going up to the Bronx. I I mean, it's so iconic in my head. I could watch the intro. I love it to death. Uh, one time I went to the Trocadero Theater. Wow. And watched this movie with like a group of people. We all had our PBRs or whatever at the time. And like when the baseball furies are first put on screen, like the whole audience screams and cheers because they're just so iconic they're you know they're useless and they're they don't have parts in the movie but they're just so iconic as characters and uh i love that 
I love the idea of them just having to make it across New York while being hunted by other gangs because mm-hmm. the uh, the Gramercy riffs want want their head because they heard some news and I love that the orphans are like so low on the food chain that they didn't know about the gathering like the guy who plays the lead orphan like is just sells it for me he's just, he's, he's so good with his lazy eye and he's like trying to be hard but he doesn't know about the gathering he doesn't know about cyrus and he's like we know everything that goes on you know these people they write about our raids and stuff like that and uh-huh. oh god I, I yeah it's 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 a great movie like i get to the last third of the movie i kind of like get worn out and tired until the joe walsh song comes on right because that's all worth it but um when they get like the like the real like the second in command i guess like the real black black guy with the afro and the like the headband glasses the sunglasses that they got with the highway patrols no is oh, it oh are you talking about the warriors the yeah the guy the oh, okay. warriors the one the warrior guy the way he like He's he's like interviewing everybody at the beginning. They're like talking over the song. I've, like that was a great. That was great. I love that. Yeah, right. It's like, what can we pack? Everybody's gonna be there. Nobody's packing. Like he's like advising everybody. Uh huh. God. And they get like they're so entranced by the thought of raping a woman that like the the gang the woman gang like gets them in their clubhouse oh god that, that scene how is so stupid. great stupid first of all how stupid are those three for buying into those that women gang like every <laughs> yeah, yeah. gang is killing people i don't know if they knew, they didn't know at that point that every gang was after them right but why would you just join up with them they're wearing the same colors they weren't even if they even see their shirt they're all wearing jean jackets and jeans right. You had to have known, at, like then, they they weren't just women there ready to party. No, and then at that point, how stupid are the women? They had them outnumbered like thirty to three in that house, and they didn't get one of them. Right. They escaped. Yeah, one of them had a live firearm <laughs> and a switchblade. Uh, another with a switchblade. They couldn't seal the deal. They couldn't cripple one couldn't believe it yeah these poor women these poor women in new york in 1979 (laughs) i love i love that new york is such a character in the movie yeah like 1979 new york where every subway car is a piece of crap graffiti junk Mm -hmm. the streets are dirty like even these beautiful brownstones are like just trashed up because of the aluminum trash cans in front of the houses and and yeah you know the scene i loved was um when they're on the subway swan and the woman and then the prom couples come on and they're sitting across from each other i thought that was a great scene yeah, and she like starts to feel self conscious, and Swans just like puts her arm down, like you don't feel self conscious. Yeah, in front of these yeah, people. that was great. Yeah, yeah, that was great because they're like judging the crap out of them with their eyes mm-hmm. after they got beat up. How about that uh, chase scene in the subway where the cops see them and they start running, and then one of the cops throws a member of the Warriors into the path of an oncoming train? <laughs> oh yeah, oops. Yeah, yeah, that's 
He got Poor bopped. Guy. He got <laughs> greased. God, yeah. He got bopped. <laughs> we lost him. Oh boy. I love that the I love that the con like that's just what you do when you're in a gang. You gotta fight other gangs. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if like it, what the rules are or if you're simply traveling through the turf, like bopping. It's so commonplace that it's called bopping. We're gonna have to bop our way back to Coney. Oh man. It's crazy too at the beginning of the movie I think they even said the warriors had never even been to the Bronx. Like I I, I was shocked by that because I feel like if you grew up in that area you would have hit you know all the other cities right at some point in your life but maybe not if you're in the gang life so early. Mhm. And how like they barely even knew how to do the trains. Like the subway, like they didn't know how to get back to Coney Island. I know, and um, you're in you're in New York City. I mean, it's huge, but it's yeah. such a a, ma- a mess of mass transit and and islands and, and they maybe don't that, know. They don't maybe, know. I don't know what it was like back then. Maybe that's the way it was. Maybe I'm have a cell phone and I know how to get anywhere at any moment and right. at any time. Yeah, that's true. But like, if you're growing up in Coney Island, or I guess that maybe that's Brooklyn, or I don't know. Who knows? Nobody knows. I sound like an idiot trying to <laughs> guess. But like, I mean, you got neighborhoods there. You got grocery stores there. You got schools. So yeah. like, if you're not going out to dinner or or you know to see the Yankees play, I guess you just don't have a reason to to even probably go to Manhattan. You're just mm-hmm. there. It's crazy. Did you guys ever read it's the, the Warriors? Uh, <laughs> the Warriors did it. Uh, did you guys ever read the IMD trivia for this movie? No, no. Tell us. It's what? It's wild. And I just—I'm not going to read it line by line, but I queued it up because uh, I always kind of love uh, reading it because, I, despite uh, you know who would have been cast and these famous names, uh, like. The film was constantly harassed by real gangs. Really? <laughs> like, who would That's destroy great. equipment and, like, tag trailers. And uh, they finally had to pay, like, one of the gang's protection money so that the, the set wouldn't get roughed up. Like, it, it's wild that this is a an almost parody of, like, the 70s in New York but it's almost not and, a parody because that that's kind of the way it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So I mean, there, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff uh, in the. Tri- I mean, I recommend it if you have seen the movie. Definitely check out the trivia. But I can just imagine like being afraid to leave your trailer to go to your mark because <laughs> at any time somebody could just rush in from a New York gang to beat you with a chain because they don't like the fact you're making a movie about them. I would be <laughs> yeah, I'd be puping constantly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Idea. Although there the, was when they go to fight when they go bop to bop the gang with the roller skates and they're like in on a subway platform but it's an arcade. I thought that was the coolest like I wonder where that was or if it exists in some degree that. now like yeah, right before they go into the uh, bathroom to fight the roller skate guys like they're all hanging out Swan's hanging out on this like subway platform and it's got there's like neon sign behind him that says Playland and it's got like mm-hmm. pinball machines and like these little kid like quarter rides that you see at Toys R Us or something like that. 
I'm like, I need to know more about this city. Yeah. I was going to say that fight scene with the bathroom. Even Amanda was like saying how, how many people are there fighting? There was only like six of them that went in there, but it looked like they were fighting 40 dudes. Like the way it was edited (laughs) where they're they're knocking people out. And many times that ending does make sense because at the, the last scene where the warriors and uh, Luther's gang meet on the beach, like I feel like 400 of Cyrus's gang walk across the dunes in that wide shot. And then when you get the close up, it's like six guys. <laughs> I mean, like it, it, there, there's a lot of uh, incongruity uh-huh. when it comes to that kind of stuff in this movie. They need to get some of that George A. Romero B-roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Legendary, <laughs> legendary. Light it up Known with for that taking shots from all angles. <laughs> God bless this movie. The so I, I want the movie where Swan goes. Let's just break into this department store. All get T-shirts, tuck our vests in a, a knapsack, and we just quietly ride the train home. <laughs> and they would have been yeah. fine. Come back to that orphan scene. Where oh my god! They tell them to like take off their take, colors. That yes. scene was amazing. Tense. It's, it was amazing. Uh, Swan's reactions were like, "What did he?" The guy tells him to take off his vest and walk through. And he looks at his buddy. Uh, Swan looks at the guy next to him, and then he turns to the orphan. <laughs> he said, "What does he say?" He's like, F- "Off." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all he says. There's was, like no I didn't know what he was going to say there. I didn't know if he was going to say yes, but man, that whole scene played out so well. Because like the Swans like and it works bet it works better because you know the the the, the orphans are like nobodies but like mm-hmm. Swans confidence in that scene like comes across even more so. Yeah. Like he's just a confident mother effer and like if it comes down to it, they would fight 30 orphans. Yeah, uh, uh, to not have to take off his vet, the colors, and I can see maybe why the the girl was like so turned on because I think I might have been turned on a little bit by Swan in yeah. that moment. I was actually waiting for her to get a warrior's vest at the end of the movie because that's what started the whole interaction. Remember, she's like, "Give me a vest." Oh yeah, that's she was right. mouthing off, uh, yeah. but she was yeah. a woman. I guess you know she didn't get one because she Mouthy. was garbage. And she was mouthy, you know. <laughs> yeah, they really treated her like crap, and she was just like, she loved it. I don't know. She, she, I like near the end of the movie, she kind of had a justification for her being the way she was, I guess. But it wasn't really like a good justification, mm. and it didn't sell me on it. It didn't sell me on why she's letting Swan treat her like a piece of crap yeah you know even after like she softens him enough to softens him up enough to make out with him he still treats her like crap after he does I don't even know what was his reasoning do you think that he's had to stop the make out session right there and, and tell her to buzz off because you're nothing I, think, I don't like your I lifestyle he, I think he remembered I don't I don't know like I, I think he remembered he, he was that. war chief. So he had to uphold that role, I guess. And, and yeah, what did Jonesy, was that, was that what he said there? I don't like your life? 
or your lifestyle? Because he said some pretty good cutting I don't things like the, there. I don't like the way you live your life. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, he was rough. Super implying. You, you don't even know the last time you got it. Oh, yeah. Well, who you got it with. You don't remember half of them. It was mean. It was mean. It was guys. mean, and she kind of like agreed with it. Yeah. She's, she's like, kind of like, do. yeah, she's like, yeah, this is the way I live my life. And I was like, I mean, what's the implications here? Like, it's wild. Yeah. Dale had a notepad out. It was taking notes. I was like studying it. <laughs> studying why the dialogue that was said was said, you know. What a movie. Great movie. Then. Oh, Joe we, Walsh we do, at the end. We do have to mention, too, the, uh, the corny comic book transitions that were added in the 2005 re-release. That's the one we watched. And apparently that wasn't included in the original version, but that version's like hard to track down. That's in- Okay. I think, I'm trying to think back when, maybe I didn't see it until 2005, so I saw a DVD re-release of it. Yeah, because when I saw the comic book transitions, I was like, this is super corny enough to have existed in the 70s, but this looks yeah. like modern technology. Yeah, it looked way modern. You're I, right. Like they still chose Comic Sans font which blew my mind. I wonder what the transitions were before. Just yeah, dark, I don't know. fade they, to black. I, I did read in the wiki that it was like re-edited with, you know, the the high definition mm. was in addition and then also the transition, comic book transitions were added, which is a strange addition. I read a, uh, a couple years ago that there was like a Warriors reunion on the boardwalk at Coney Island and James Remar and Swan and like one other warrior was there and they put the vests on and stuff like that. It was pretty oh, cool. Oh, God. How bad do you wish were... you were there? I, w- I wish I was there for that. Oh, my. That would have been, that been amazing. Yeah. Probably do you think it was like a group, uh, a group warriors chant? There had to be, right? Warriors come yeah. out to play. Like, you know there had yeah, to absolutely. be. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know it. Everybody watching. Do you think they ever get tired of people like saying that line to them? Like the, they probably the, hate the, it. The bottles, like doing the little ching, right. ching, ching. James Remar on the set of uh, Mortal Kombat Two. <laughs> They're probably like tell or the, or uh, Billy there. Zane's The Phantom. Do you think people just are like annoyed by him because he like jumps into people's dressing rooms with like bottles on his fingers and he <laughs> does the line and they're like, right. yeah, yeah, we get it, right? You were in the you Warriors. Think, you think. you think like every time he like reaches out to touch somebody like a woman like reels like don't don't rape me (laughs) don't like don't handle me yeah that's yeah he like reenacts that scene he thinks people love it (laughs) yeah exactly james i'm sorry no nobody wants to know how the chicks like it okay james we're sorry (laughs) you want to see how the see how i show the chicks (laughs) you know what might be fun (laughs) <laughs> Maybe pull some strange wool. <laughs> Come what a, on. What a creep. Need to stop and get some exercise. Oh, yeah, God. Right. Also, you can Every- see in that scene, too, he was like all talk. Because when he like first started talking to that woman, he was like a child. Like he was afraid. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but even so, way. he still tried to physically sexually assault her. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess he technically succeeded. According to uh, Ajax... Uh, anybody in New York out after dark is ready to party down in a physical way 
and I have mean, your she, penis in in a vagina. She kind of, if I didn't know she was a an undercover cop or b a woman just looking to protect herself should the need arise, she was ready. She was like talking dirty to him instantly. Oh yeah, it was like he should have been taken aback by the by the how forthcoming she was. She was ready. Like at his first whimpering line, she like engaged. That would have been a red flag. Yeah. He should have asked, are you a cop? I know because she would have to tell him. That's the law. law. (laughs) Yeah. Not sure if everyone's aware, but if you're in a sticky situation, ask me if they're a cop, they have to tell you. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Definitely not an urban legend and we urge you to try it. What a show. Great show. We got some material. We got 45 minutes out of this we show. We did it. We were dreading. I've been sending some more screenshots. Mm, oh God. God. I'm telling you, I, it keeps coming back to that cherry red in my the heart. The cherry red. I think I got off the cherry red because it, it only had like medium and large. Oh, yeah. We need. Let me make sure. Perfect for you, point. this Slim. Do they have extra medium? That's your size, right? <laughs> They have fitted extra medium. We may need to just be on the lookout for the triple X's because triple X's run small at these t shirt shops. Let me fire up tr- uh, Cherry Red. Let me see what I can do with uh, I might have sizes. double X's. Uh, okay. Do they All have right. the sub size where it just fits into your ab cuts and holds there? That's what they, they don't for. have that one. But the uh, Cherry the Red ab lock, I think they call comes it. in from small to 3XL. Okay. I think Three I pull X, off. There you go. I think I can pull off Turn my it. double X's, so I might. I don't know. I like the cherry red. I like. I like, it. I like the uh, darker red, but I like the cherry red too. The antique one that I sent. The antique one did not have the sizes. Mm. Um, there was also cardinal red, which is almost like a maroon. Cardinal red. You mean the the color that the cardinal is not. Is the cardinal red? That's correct. Let me send this one. Let me see what sizes they got here. Okay, cardinal red goes up to 3XL. Hmm. Let me send this up in our private chat. Private G chat. If you're just joining us on the 48th minute of Paper Cake, we're just uh, back-channeling T-shirts, <laughs> riveting radio, I'm sure, for you on your drive home. This is on the back channel. Okay, take a gander at that one. Let me know what the vibe is. I do like the cherry red. Maybe. Cherry red. The cherry red is nice. Cherry I red think that's kind of like, it's kind of like the red in our logo. A little bit. Hmm. Maybe not. Yeah, I like the, the cherry red. Yeah. You know what we probably should do? We should probably just internally choose a color and then just say that's the color that it's going to be. Cherry red. Right. Because I mean, do you have? You know what? what I don't have voting shares, so you guys decide. Let me know. Right, we know that's true. (laughs) Uh, This could be huge. We know. (laughs) Golly, man, man alive! (laughs) This could be it. Cherry red limited edition final run. 
see how it goes. What if I just dropped this screenshot into the Slack right now? Oh People would God. just start collective, collectively puping. Matt HH would immediately critique you for something. <laughs> Guys, you're not tell thinking me about of this. their t-shirt guy or the, try another website. Try Matt this one. H H. Guys, I did what the research. Show. Let's let's see how things shake out. Yeah. Let's uh let's uh let's put it out there as a proof of concept. Get some uh see if we can get some injections. Cash, cash injection. Proof of concept. Tell you what, that cherry red's pricey. Just jacked up the price over that gray. Because we've been talking about it live on the air. It might, the they, I think they're tracking us. The robots are listening. Son of a gun. They're robots. Sons of guns. These sons of guns. Sons of guns at custom ink. Alright, so next week should we announce what the next um book club is? Sure. Announce it. Do you know the one that's on YouTube? Oh. Should we do that one next? We got to get that one in. Yeah. 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 I think you guys should announce it one of you two. Yeah. What the H um, are you even talking about? This uh, upcoming one is uh, involves confirmed bachelor. <laughs> Terry Hulk Hogan. <laughs> the uh, pilot movie to... One of the greatest TV series ever. Thunder in Paradise mm. is free on YouTube. Thunder the first episode is, a, is the pilot movie. Not our, not the best one, but it's it's got some gold in there, and we're going to mine that data, mine that gold data <laughs> for all we can. Free on Mess YouTube. Mess with Thunder and you pay the price. The price, yeah. the price. Now, we don't have the second episode lined up uh, quite yet, which will be recorded the same night as Thunder in Paradise. We apologize for that. but There's been rumblings. Some. You know? Some rumblings. There's been some rumblings of us getting to the point. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. found Val Kilmer's um, Reddit account. He just like randomly comments on Reddit threads. Does he really? Yeah. Are you sure it's really him? Yeah, it's confirmed. Val. By he who? Like comments Who's on like. Confirmed by. Gen Z, just Redditor. trust me. Redditors. <laughs> <laughs> See the Reddit confirmed police over here. I know. As Why don't you I go back to watching the Defenders? As if I haven't done my due monstrous diligence. Monstrous piece of garbage. To confirm that diligence. this is Val Kilmer. Yeah. He, he, he comments on it. like um, pe- pe- people posting like pizza recipes. And he's like, thanks for posting this. I'm going to try this. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's wild. Did you ever see him like selling his art? His Twitter account, he sells his art that he makes. I th- I've seen that shirt of him wearing that, or that picture of him wearing the shirt in front of the mirror. I've seen that one a hundred yeah, yeah. times. But I don't think I've ever looked at his Twitter. Wow, look at him. He's probably just like has Reddit on his phone. I, I, I would have... I would love to see him just like peeking in a coffee gonna, shop on Reddit. I'm going to try this. <laughs> Thanks for this. Because I think he did a bunch of AMAs uh, for oh. like, to, uh, I don't know if it was Top Gun or, but uh, yeah, because I, I saw him comment on something. I can't remember how I stumbled upon it, but the guy underneath him was like, oh, Val Kilmer just said he's going to try your recipe, dude. And it only had like five upvotes, 
like Val Kilmer's comment. So like it's like under the radar. Whoa. People aren't just like looking at his account like a creep like I am. Right. He's but just someone, like in the community. Yeah, someone posted about how um Eva Longoria, the actress, was a producer on John Wick and someone was like asking how it works for producers, like are they just doing these actors a favor to help foot the bill or do they make money if the movie is successful? And somebody commented and said that like their help, they're putting all the work into putting this movie together money wise. And then if it's successful on the back end, they make money. And then Val comments and he's like, yes, this is exactly correct. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, oh my God. So then, so then I, I Oh my god! So then I clicked on his or I tapped on his account, and I was like, "What else is Val Kilmer commenting on?" And then I just saw like these pizza recipes, and I was like, "This is real. This is this is what it's all about. <laughs> this is real. This is Val. Like this is Val in his house. It is Val Valerie Kilmer, <laughs> who's probably a housewife <laughs> from Texas." <laughs> Who knows a little bit about how producing works? <laughs> she listened to a podcast once. because I, the reason Gen Z, since you don't believe me, the reason it's confirmed <laughs> is that also he's also commented and posted on confirmed AMAs as this person, like Val Kilmer AMA, and it's him. And there's also like a Doors post that like here's me backstage uh, rehearsing for the Doors. This is me on harmonica. So yeah, the one I how screenshot because like. That you got catfished by a fake Val Kilmer. How do you feel right now? The one that I screenshotted was uh, Cheetos crust mac and cheese pizza. So he follows the pizza subreddit. And then he commented on this uh, photo. I'm very torn on this. This could be like crossing the streams type of thing. That's from official Val Kilmer. Officially, Valerie Kilmer. Listen, from Odessa, is, Texas. Just, let's just accept this into our lives. Yeah, that's all we yeah. can do. It's amazing. He's he's like one of us. He is. He's just like us. Maybe you know? we should get him a paper cake shirt in he cherry might. red. That's exactly how this works. <laughs> I mean, I would buy it for him. <laughs> 